tell me the story behind Raw. Raw. So honestly, man, that's a good good business story as well. When I first, so I don't know how much you, I don't think you know much about my story and where I came from because we recently started to kind of interact with each other. Yeah. Um, but I dropped out of dental school. Uh, that's why I moved to Arizona. Uh, and I think I told you I was in dental yeah. school when I first moved. So I dropped out about a year and a half into dental school, $150,000 of student loan debt. And it was because I learned about what online marketing was and mm. I saw bigger potential for me. And also it felt like by the time I got to dental school, it felt like I was kind of settling, felt like everybody there had the feeling of like, we've arrived, we've done mm. it. And it just, it didn't settle well with me because I've just always been like working towards something, you know? So I think the online marketing, as far as becoming a dating coach was a challenge for me that I emotionally on a, on a, like a spiritual level felt called to do, you know, really, I believe in that. Yeah. I always say you don't choose it. It chooses you. But, uh, anyways, I can tell, you know, by, by, first of all, thanks for coming to my birthday party. Of dude. Course. Your story is real and you're a real person. And, uh, you know, first of all, the way my son speaks of you and, you know, I've been following you on Instagram and then I've heard other people talk about you. Every, everything that I've ever heard about you is good. Uh, but then when I met you in person, I remember us all sitting around and you were authentically listening to people and no wonder you have an amazing podcast because this is natural for you. So like of all that you do, right? What are you most passionate about? I'm curious. Ah, uh, man, that's hard to say. I feel like, I feel like I've, so ironically, there's a lot of time that's passed between the dental school dropping out, becoming a dating coach. And the original question, the raw came from, uh, originally I was branding myself as the charisma expert for men. Okay. Um, and it just wasn't resonating. It wasn't uh, a Why good not? offer. It Why wasn't not? A good, I'm curious. People, what, what people it? don't go to bed at night thinking, God, I need more charisma. <laughs> you know, they think, that they think <laughs> I need to get the girl. How do I get the girl? <laughs> that's such a simple result. Yeah. You're right. It's like guys don't want to, you know, all they want is like, how do I get their dream girl? So yeah. then do you, have you found that like even good looking guys struggle with that? Oh yeah. Yeah. At my last boot camp, I was just telling you about yeah. it. Um, there was a guy who's literally on the documentary, uh, male model, uh, six pack, everything just, um, didn't have the confidence, the, the ability to speak with women and approach them. And we had a very powerful moment where he literally couldn't, um, kind of just speak above like a whisper when we were doing a hypothetical scenario of him approaching a girl. And I, I made him stop in the middle of his banter session and made him literally scream at the top of his lungs. I am Aaron fucking Ford. Put some <laughs> bass under it. And he got into it, man. He transformed when he, and it took him a few times to get there, yeah. but dude, it was magical. That's well, why the documentary is so powerful. You see it happen in real fucking time. No cuts and stuff. Mm, you know? I can't wait to watch it, man. Oh, yeah. I, I'm, no wonder Caleb's pushing you to do a funnel for that. Oh, yeah. You going to? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's already created. And so the funnels, all the copy, all the emails, they're all written to be congruent to the boot camp. Okay. Right now, I have uh, another coaching program that I'm enrolling guys into rather than the boot camp because who knows when we'll be able to do another one. Yeah. Um, but the so right now, the, the funnel's done. The email is done. I just got to change a little bit of the copy to be more congruent to the offer that we're doing. How many guys are you going to let in? Uh, to this new program? Yeah. As many guys as I can get signed up and okay. still coach them, you know? Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So just, is, it, is it a thing where it's like a group coaching situation where oh, yeah. you could take in thousands? I could. 
Yeah, hypothetically, we're doing Zoom calls every two weeks, uh, and, and those right now are really good because it's the group's not at a thousand people yet. We're probably at a hundred and fifty, but um, we'll get there. My goal is to get two thousand, and then we'll see what happens there. Um, but between the the material they get, the membership area, the the Zoom calls, all that, they're they're covered. Yeah, it's great. You know what I think? One of the biggest uh, missing pieces in men today. What is um, is is a lack of deep uh, connection and uh, time spent with other like-minded alpha masculine men mm. uh, in groups, you know, doing manly things, you know, instead of just going and sitting at a bar with a cocktail, yeah. you know, hoping to get, you know, to get a girl or whatever, you yeah. know, and I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with that per se, but it's all about your energy and your attitude about those moments. You know what I'm saying? But you know, as we're talking about men and your boot camp and what you do, first of all, and, and wait, Bridger's selling for you now. Oh yeah, he's closing for me. I love that guy, man. <laughs> he's a winner. Bridger, if you're watching, I'm a believer in you. He's a good young man. <laughs> Great. And Chris kid. is a good dude. Yeah. Shout out to Chris. Ladies, I'm sorry. These guys are not single. Chris, you're not single, right? No. Nah. Sorry, ladies. <laughs> sorry, ladies. Next time. Anyways, I'm looking forward to this, man. We're going to have fun. Yeah. Have you ever, uh, what's that phrase? You ever been caught in a pickle? Uh, because you just reminded me of something, bro. What was it? Uh, so this is a funny story and I can say it out loud, even though my girlfriend's in another room, because I told her about it right when it happened because I was shocked. I had a man and I haven't told this on my podcast, but the listeners of the podcast know the man for us. He's been on two episodes um, with this podcast. I'm doing it a little bit differently because um, I don't want to pigeonhole into being the guest based podcast or the, uh, you know, the podcast about entrepreneurship. I'm anywhere and everywhere. Mm. If I want friends and family and just keeping it my circle tight, I'll do it. If mm. I want to bring on new guests, people that interest me, authors, scientists, I'll fucking do it. I love it. Right. Dude. I love that. <laughs> so uh, Faraz is a uh, anti-aging expert and uh, he's been on a couple times and I've partied with this guy in LA. He used to have a, a condo in Beverly Hills. Anyways, he just moved to Scottsdale. He was staying at the Optima a little bit. And after our last podcast, which was a couple weeks ago, uh, he's like, yeah, a couple of my friends are in town. Uh, we should link up and grab some dinner or something. I said, okay, cool. So I go over there uh, on, I think it's literally like a Thursday or a Friday night and we're gonna grab some dinner. And uh, I'm like, just expecting Faraz, friends, cool. girl. My girlfriend's staying here, right? And uh, and very quickly, I realized that Faraz roped me, roped me into a double date with two girls who were very DTF. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it was very awkward. This is why you have a girlfriend. <laughs> and I, this was a couple weeks ago, and I had no idea I what I was I wanna know how you navigated into. through that, bro. Let's talk through this. Oh, walk God. me through the real, Take me as if it was a movie set. Yeah, like, yeah. But real quick, though, this dude sounds yeah. cool. Oh, cool dude. And he lives in Scottsdale? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah connect me with I him. I will, Group text sure. me. I want to meet him. Yeah. Uh, because I like hanging out with people with that kind of energy. Anyways, tell me yeah. the story. How'd you navigate <laughs> through this? So I, I show up, and he's like, yeah, these are a couple girls that I knew from L.A. I was like, okay. And I just figured, he, he said, he literally said friends, you know? So I was like, okay, these are friends that are girls. I show up, I, and I'm, he meets me at my car because I've never been to his new apartment or whatever. And uh, uh, as we're walking up to his place, he goes, 
Yeah, so just so you know, like some of the like the these these girls, I wouldn't say they're the the best looking, but you know they're cool. And I, I just made a joke. I was just joking. I was like, either way, if they got a pulse, we'll fuck them, right? I was completely joking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I walk in, and instantly these girls are sitting down. They were playing drinking games before I got there, and. The eye contact, you can tell. The eye contact, Eyes oh, hi, yeah, you know? Absolutely. They were trying to go on a double date, and yeah. it felt really weird because I didn't flirt back. I, I felt like I'm, I, this is weird. I feel like I am awkward, more awkward than most people in social situations, especially when it involves talking to women who sure. I know might be interested in me because I'm in a relationship, but I'm also a dating coach, and I also have been the single guy for many years. So it's like, I'm afraid to give anybody mixed signals because that is yeah. not my intention. Yes. You know? And that's hard. You know why? Why? It's so hard because, and it's hard for me because as you're sharing this, yeah. I relate because when I'm in a relationship, dude, I don't even like other girls' pictures. Like I'm, when I'm in, I'm in. Like I'm all in. Yeah. But not only that, like I'm with you, like as far as you saying you're a dating coach, like I'm, I'm Caleb Maddox's dad. I, I have a parent brand. I lead a missions movement. I used to be a pastor. So I've lived in this fishbowl, right? But yeah, dude, I'm a natural charmer. Like my eyes are natural. Like my communication with ladies is natural. And I know yours is that it's a natural thing to where if you just are in your alpha and you're just in your confidence and you're just in your flow of life, right? Yeah. People are going to think you're being flirty. <laughs> yeah. So I know when I get in situations, I'm like, I don't know how to act. I'm yeah. like, so I'm just like, now I become awkward because I'm trying not to like give off any vibes. Right. You right, feel that? Exactly. You, do you relate? Yeah. Like I break eye contact. I'll like look down. Exactly. Like, I'll look weird look and yeah. I'll be, pretend like I'm listening. And then I'll be like, I hope nobody's taking a picture of this or, yeah. you know, you feel that? Oh yeah. And so as soon as I get in, we sit down, they hand me a drink, we start playing drinking games and the girls start grilling me with questions as if they're trying to get to know me. And I'm like, yo, uh, this is this is, this is is not going good. And so I'm like, we're literally, I'm literally going over there not to party, not to drink, we're going to dinner, you know? And so we we find a place that we're, we're gonna go originally, we go there and it's a sushi joint, raw sushi, shout out Old Town Scottsdale. And we sit down that place. at a table and Faraz fucking, this is the next move where he leaves me hanging, bro. He sits on the opposite side of the table as me. <laughs> so now the girl that he doesn't want has to sit next to me. And it literally looks like we're on a double date. And I got my girlfriend texting me like, hey, where are you at? Are you coming home soon? Oh, you know, my. Like, how did you handle this? I was caught in a pickle. <laughs> so, baby, it was a pickle, but how'd you handle it? Meaning like walk us through it or you can't. Uh, no, no, I, <laughs> I don't um, want to get in trouble. And, and with nah, I, uh, I basically tried to be as boring as possible, which iron was ironic because it made the girls ask me more questions and it made me the, the fucking life of the party, if you will, because now I'm the one telling all the stories because I'm the one getting all the questions directed at me. But I'm trying to give them one word answers, two word answers. I just want my sushi. They get their sushi and everybody's sharing. I get my sushi and nobody has any of it, you know, because I'm fucking <laughs> hungry. Sharing is emotional, yeah. you know what I mean? You're like, no, this is not a double date. Don't touch my sushi. Exactly. And <laughs> Plus, I don't like sharing anyways because i was yeah. like you know caleb will be like no nah, i don't want fries and i'm like no you're getting fries because you're not touching my fries yeah <laughs> you're not touching them i'll give you i'll order you 10 orders of fries yeah. but if you don't want fries don't think you're gonna grab a few of mine a few minutes oh, yeah. later you feel that oh yeah. like i don't mind giving mm. 
But don't say you don't want any, and then when I get it, you eat half of mine. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I still don't mind if it's Caleb. We're but, men. We yeah. got to eat. <sighs> I wish people would realize that simple reality. We have to eat. We're men. Yeah. It's a testosterone thing. It's it's like we're men. We're growing. We're, we're, we're we, you know, we lift. We work out. You know, yeah. we have to eat. Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> how you, so um, you got out of that okay? So Does, I, how did the lady handle it? I was the one who drove and... Uh, Kate's texting me like, oh, it takes you four hours to grab dinner or whatever. And uh, I, I literally drop these people off. They want me to come back up and continue the party. And I just drop them off. I say, yeah, I'm going to go home. I literally have a family at home. I have two dogs and a girlfriend that lives with me, you know? Yeah. And Faraz was here, you know? Um, I love Faraz. Faraz, Faraz we're going to party again. But, bro, <laughs> don't do me like that. <laughs> Faraz, listen, you got to make sure there's at least... You know, a few more people there. Yeah. But anyway, so all is okay then, you guys. Yeah, my girlfriend. I told her what the what happened. I was very upfront about it. I wanted no gray areas here. I was not trying. That was not my intention, and she understood. The simplicity of that, right? Yeah. The simplicity of just communication. Being totally upfront. Yes. And honest, and then safe. Though I don't think most people feel safe, or they're just. Um, Maybe it's fear of rejection. Fear of rejection, fear that they're going to lose. Yeah. Or sometimes, you know, they, they may not have an emotionally healthy partner that and can they, handle that. Or they want to hook up with other girls, which was not me, you yeah. know? Even though, even, even so, Faraz admitted to himself, hey, the girl that I'm going to try to set you up with, the subconsciously telling me this on the way to his apartment, yeah, these aren't the hottest yeah, if anything, he got the, the hot girl and the other one was the friend, right? It's called the grenade from the Jersey Shore. <laughs> and so that was her. And uh, I'm like, nah. I, first off, as one wise man said, I ain't trying to make any lateral moves or backward moves. Second off, I'm just not the type of guy who's going to be making moves like that in that nature anyways. So, Well, I'd love for you. Do your podcast listeners have a place to comment? Uh, yeah, on YouTube. This yeah, I'd love YouTube. to hear your feedback yeah. on how you feel like uh, <laughs> Coach Patrick did. I mean, oh, love yeah. to hear it on my Facebook. What do you think? Like, what? how'd he do if you were scoring him? What could he have done? Should he have done? And Frost, don't do that to guys that are in a relationship, man. That, that, that ain't cool, right? Maybe they do it different in L.A. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I guarantee you. Yeah. Yeah, and who knows? Maybe he didn't, you know. But, no, I do believe when you're in a relationship, you're in a relationship. Yeah. 100%. And it's not just so you a don't want to be in a relationship a break up. That's second. 100%. You know. Yeah, I think at the end of the day it comes down to values, right? Do I want to be that type of guy who's um going back on my word, things like that cuz I truly believe in one like little hinges swing big doors. You do this little habit here, it's going to manifest mm. everywhere, you know. I love that. Little hinges swing big doors. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, I so what was the question you asked me before we got on? It was like what's the biggest Thing that helped you get your girl or something yeah, like that. yeah i was curious about that what and, was like the number one secret do you find in the love of your life man